0: Hey, mamas, it's a quiet stormy night. That's not even a Christmas song. Like, that just got made up in the recesses of my brain. Like, what is that? What even is that? Hello. Hi. Uh, Right off the bat, if my lips look a little bit greasy, that is because I put grease on them because they were getting chapped. And that happens every time I am in the winter biome of the Minecraft world does earth, and it is not a pleasant experience, and it's very uncomfortable, so I'm sacrificing my vanity and looking like I just puckered up with a very voluptuous woman, and this is my lips, so, um, also, don't know when this episode is going up genuinely, so let's just call this the Christmas episode, is this gonna be up days before christmas days after christmas we don't know but don't worry because christmas is not the theme or any holiday that happens in december because we are all inclusive many things happen in december hanukkah christmas kwanzaa toyota any you know whatever you celebrate whatever floats your boat i'm rocking with it but um i got back to k last night from Los Angeles where I have been for I think almost 2 months and I want to talk about I want to talk about a few things this episode so uh, my apologies if this is all over the place but it's kind of just like a little we're just hanging out we're, we're just feeling each other's vibes I spit my tongue when I said that that felt really good um I Okay, when I was in LA, the first month I literally saw no one. I decided to become a hermit in a little shell and not socialize with a single person. I made zero plans, didn't hang out with anyone, and I didn't mind it. I got a lot of stuff done. Um, I wa- I caught up on a lot of shows that I have that I have been meaning to watch, but I enjoyed it. Um, and then the second month of me being in LA, holy moly guacamole! I for a month straight, I was off the rails, seeing people, traveling. I went to freaking Atlanta. I went to freaking Las Vegas. And it was fun, except I really like drained my social battery. Like that was on low power mode to begin with at the start of the month. Boy, right now, if I could, I could genuinely go live in a cabin and not see another human for the next. 10 years, you could lock me in, I like, now is the time for me to, like, commit a a heinous felony, and get, like, 10 years of solitary confinement. and I'll be like, hell yes, give me a book, give me, um, I don't know, a good TV show, and I'll be set, give me a Pokemon game, you know what I'm saying, so, I did definitely drain myself, and now I'm very much looking to recover, but... I want to talk about kind of influencer culture. Because I don't think I've ever made like a full video on it. I I definitely always bring it up. Because obviously it's like such a big part of my life. Like, as an influencer. Ow. Frick. I bit my tongue again. Why does all my painful moments happen whenever I'm recording a podcast? Like, two episodes ago when I like freaking ripped my ankle apart great um no I this is something that like obviously is a big part of my life as an influencer in the influencer world in LA but it's I I always forget that to 99.999% of people influencers are this random group of people who have literally the easiest job on earth and just post well to varying degrees but just literally post videos of themselves for a living like there's people working in sewers sewers and we're posting tiktoks for a living tell me how that makes any sense anyways i i met a lot of new people um, this most recent trip, but I want to talk about kind of like, okay, wait, let me, I wrote down, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that laugh turned to a cough, um, I wrote down in my notes, like a week ago, a random, I, I, I'm still deciphering what it means, but I said, two type of influencer, pretty and funny, and that, that was a whole note. But I looked at it. I was going through my notes. I can't remember why. But I was like, wait a minute, I'm honest something there. And I realized whenever I meet influencers, by the way, I hate that word. I want I wish there was another term, but there's no term that like describes someone who posts on like multiple platforms. So I can't be like TikToker slash YouTuber slash Instagrammer. No. So we're gonna say influencer, unfortunately. Um But I've noticed, so like let me, let's let take it back, let's take it back. The original influencers, TV stars, movie stars, okay? These were, like, fully well-rounded people who are, one, like, creative, but also, two, like, very sociable, very nice. Like, for example, to be in a movie or be in a TV show, you're going to have to, like, be able to wow a director and prove in person that you're, like, a cool, personable person, Okay? then comes along like youtubers and youtubers you still have to like kind of show that you have like creativity talent social wise you don't need it all that much you can fully be uh, like a successful youtuber without ever leaving your house then cut to present day where we have tiktokers we have a whole new breed of people who are like in this creative kind of field and and some don't even have any talent <gasps> I am throwing I am throwing a in an, an entire poplar tree of shade on this episode, okay um so bringing back to my original point, if you're following, stay with me here, stay with me here. I promise we'll get to the point. I've noticed that some of the meanest people I've met in l a are the ones who coincidentally or not are the ones who, like, aren't really creative and potentially have gained their platform simply because of their looks. And at first I was like, okay, well, all right, let's dig into that. And then I realized, no, that that correlation is so strong because think of, like, the most pretty attractive person at your school or if you graduated like when like when you went to school. You get know what I'm saying. Think about were they were they nice? I'm not saying all pretty people are meanie bobinis, and I know I'm a little biased because those were definitely the ones bullying me in high school. However, I think it's pretty. I'd say the, the percentage of mean people, I mean, no, let's put a Venn diagram. You've got mean people here, and you've got pretty people, and that intersection between the two is going to be pretty big. A lot of the time, okay. (coughs) Boy, five omicron. Oh my god. Um. So that's kind of what I notice in LA. So, like, for example, when you meet someone who does comedy videos or is like a very creative person with their videos, like I don't know, they do like fashion or um, I don't know. They're you can just tell, like, like they got to where they are because they are creative. Those people are literally always so nice and so personable, and it's. I feel like it's for a reason because, like, like for example, like obviously, if there's a funny creator, they're gonna be funny in real life. Like, the, I mean, sometimes that's not the case, and that was definitely the case for me. Oh, I'm really throwing myself under the bus. That was definitely the case for me. Like the first two years of me being an influencer, like I would like, I don't know, make maybe funny videos online. And then in person at like parties and stuff, people would expect that same energy from me. And I would just not give it to them because I would be so nervous and like very antisocial still didn't like learn how to get out of that. And people would like literally be so awkward around me after like five minutes of meeting me because I would just not, I'd be like very, very normal, maybe not normal, but like not like energetic or bubbly or like cracking jokes or anything. So, like, you very rarely see someone who's funny online who's not funny in person, I guess is what I'm trying to say, but it made me think, like, it really sometimes, like, being an influencer, it literally feels like you're in high school when you're around people who, like, I don't want to say dancing, because, like, not necessarily all people that do dancing content, like, are mean or are not funny, but, like, People who, you can tell, got their platform from being a little pretty pretty. They're not always going to be the nicest people, okay? So just keep that in mind. Um, However. I don't know why I said however. Like, I had a giant point to, like, jump into. Oh, I I know what I was going to touch on. Um, <coughs> hey. Y'all this better not be Omicron, like, genuinely, 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 I'm not, I mean, I would quarantine if I got a positive COVID test, but, oh my god, I don't want to do that, um, anyways, anyways, back, 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 let's reel our thought in, wow, I really lost my train of thought there, that's bad, that, like, like, I lose my train of thought a lot in this podcast, but I really lost it there, like, she derailed, it's, like, spilling toxic materials into the stratosphere, oh, I was gonna say, um, But you tend to see a lot of, like, influencers that got their platform because they're, like, more attractive or because pretty privileged, you tend to see them being in social situations a lot more than the ones who are, like, kind of more creative. I don't 100% know why that is. My guess is kind of, like, I guess maybe, like, the more creative kind of people, the people who, like, spend, like, a lot of time on content, they tend to be, like, more introverted um, and aren't like necessarily want to go out to parties like every single weekend or anything like that. But, um, on the other hand, you have the pretty influencers who like, they're the ones that they have to make videos with each other to kind of keep gaining the following. Cause like, you'll see, I remember that was out, there was that whole trend, I think last year, like kind of, kind of like white boy of the month. And you would see like some random white boy just absolutely blow up and then die out after a month, like literally a month. It was insane, like clockwork. Um, And like it seemed like the only way they could get out of that was if they like met, like freaking linked up with all the other white boys and created this like white boy freaking army. Like they were like the next BTS or so- I guess One Direction. Why I say BTS? Like put a group of five males. It's not automatically BTS. Also, BTS is not five people, it's definitely more than five. But they almost have to rely more on being social and like getting themselves in the right room to make the right videos with the right people to get ahead. So it's 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 very interesting, kind of like people watching and kind of seeing who's who um, at these type of things. However, I had like multiple points I was going to touch on. Oh. I was going to talk about um, beef. Yeah, the pescatarians talking about beef. Um, This is like kind of unrelated, but I don't know if you guys do this too. I will randomly find someone and listen, I'm not a hateful person. (coughs) I don't know what it is. What signals people sometimes give off. But sometimes I will see someone who, oh my god, I literally want to throw them inside a microwave and turn it on to 10 minutes and watch them pop. I don't know what it is. I don't know what drives this, like, primal rage in my mind. But I have, I'm thinking of three right now, and no, I'm not going to say the names, not try to start beef. Because there literally is no beef. That's the thing. There literally is no... I mean, there's like small little things that like maybe have happened in person that have pissed me off. But the beef I have with these people is like so in my head. I actually think I'm psycho. Um, And we'll get into that right after this quick. Break. Hi, y'all just saw me roll in the window out of camera for the break. Forgot that y'all can see me there. That is actually very embarrassing. Um, So yes, I have people, a few, like, IRLs, a few, a few, uh, influencers that, oh, my God, I cannot stand. And, like, when I see people hang out with them, I literally, no, 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 today we choose love, not hate. Um, but I've always kind of had this, like, fire in me. This, like, started, in, like, high school, middle school, I would, I would see, like, I don't know what pisses me off, like, I guess when people are in, when people, oh, I know what it is, one thing I hate about people is when everyone, like, loves them, like, endlessly, like, they're literally, like, their golden child, but you know it's, like, all a scam, and, like, they're actually ingenuine, actually, like, so rude and, like, evil, that... (laughs) that gets my blood boiling and there is a few people that are coming to mind right now that fit that exact criteria that exact rubric and yes they are tiktokers and 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 the thing is i've met all of them before and they haven't even really done much but just like being around them and seeing like the type of person they are i'm like I hate you. What does it say? And if you want to if I hate you, can y'all you see me playing with my toes in the reflection? Thank God. I was about to delete this entire footage. Ah. Um. Okay. Next thing I want to touch on. I told y'all this would be all over the place, but um. Anyways, <coughs> I need a. I need my esophagus removed or something. Holy moly. Um. I want to talk about. Parasocial relationships. Kind of a big word. Some of y'all might not be familiar. Basically, one-sided relationships. I actually don't know the full definition. And I literally went to school for this fun fact. I went to freaking college for a year. And all we talked about was like these type of things, parasocial relationship, blah, 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 blah. I tuned out my professor for a whole year. And I genuinely have no thoughts or memories from the entire year and a half that I was in college because it sucked so much. And I don't remember anything. And it's literally a black hole void of my life. But stay in school, kids. Anyways, um... So I grew up with like watching YouTubers. Um, I think I've said that before, like, as y'all know. Uh um, I I'm trying to think who I started with. I think it was Shane Dawson, was one of the first YouTubers I ever watched. That is so mm, Jesus Christ. Um No, I they like I genuinely like sometimes feel like I was like raised by YouTubers. Like I would be so dedicated to these influencers to the point where I literally was like a creep. Oh my god, this is gonna be so this is gonna be so interesting to just announce. Um I I got to the point where some in some like YouTubers that I was really obsessed with, or even I think there was a few Viners that I like really was obsessed with too, but I would like <laughs> find their address. And now keep in mind I was a 12-year-old and I never had like any nefarious purposes when I did this. I just like wanted to know everything about them. They had no clue who I was, but I would legitimately feel like like they were my best friend. And so some of these like some of these YouTubers, I would like huh, I would pause their video when they were like driving in their car and see like a store nearby, and then I'd like go back and watch the video and see how many turns they took from their house. And then I would literally manage to find people's houses on Google Street View. Oh. And so then I would like... I would like... Try and see what their life would be like. Like see what restaurants are around there. um, And kind of like follow their life so closely. For literally no reason. Like you can tell I was just bored out of my mind. That this is... Like you, you know I had no friends. If that is what I was doing. If I was literally like like, YouTubers that had no clue I even existed, I was, like, convinced, and, like, I would DM them, like, I was the type of person to literally DM someone, like, eight times, and be, like, do you want to hang out, or, like, like, I had, the, for example, I had this one Viner that lived in Phoenix, Arizona that I was obsessed with, found their address, and then randomly, I was going on, like, a family trip to Phoenix, the way I was messaging them every single day, being like, I'm going to Phoenix, Arizona. You want to hang? You want to hang? I'm big fan. Do you want to hang? <coughs> like what? And I don't know why. Like I genuinely think it's because I had no friends. But like I these parasocial relationships I would have were strong. Like uh I like and I get like the whole term influencer now because, like, they would mention any product and I would like ask my mom for it. Like, I was gonna say I would buy it, but like, no, I had no money. I was like 13. Um, No, I like, for example, SS Sniper Wolf, the grip that SS Sniper Wolf had on me when I was like 14. She would be like, "Um, I'm drinking G Fuel the way I would ask my mom for G Fuel that night. Um, she would be like, just got cracker barrel cheese and crackers, went to the mall, bought cracker barrel cheese and crackers. It was insane. Like literally, I became like a mindless little goat sheep. And I like obsessed. Obsessed. And that's kind of carried over to my daily life now because I realized like how easy it is to like get personal information about someone. So I try to be very careful about like like, showing, like, the front of my house, or, like, any identifying information. Like, even, okay, I'm not even gonna say, I was bored recently, and I'm not gonna say which YouTuber this was, but I really wanted to know where in um, Hollywood they lived. I found it within five minutes, and this was, like, I should not have been able to find this. So, they showed one shot of their backyard, which was, like, a view of, like, the mountains, I looked at the angle of the buildings compared to their house, and then, like, went into Google, Im- Google what, uh, Google Earth? No, Google Maps, one of the Google things, I don't know, and then I, like, tilted it and literally found the house. Now, the thing is, like, I literally have no, I mean, it's, like, obviously, uh, I mean, I never have any, like, ill intentions, like, I'm, like, just curious for no reason, but, like, it makes me realize like how easy. <gasps> There's a giant daddy long legs walking across the floor right now. It found my address, y'all. Um, it makes me realize how easy it is to find someone, so I try and be very careful. Also, this is not an invitation. If like I'm like, guys, it's so easy to find where your favorite YouTuber lives. Um, please don't try it. Uh <clears throat> have had that scare before. Have had multiple people come to my door, had to get a ring doorbell. And I almost called the police multiple times. That was that was last summer. Such a fun time. Um, did I cry every single night and have a panic? Yes. So, anyways, um, I think th- the thing is, I I know like ninety nine point nine 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 percent of people would never even think of doing that slash even know how. Like that is just like so. Actually, insane that like it's such a small percentage of people who would actually do that, and then of that small percentage um of people who would like actually try and find where you live, it's such a small percentage of people who would actually like want to like come to your house or something. So I, <laughs> so like whenever I see people with parasocial relationships, like not even saying like oh my god, this guy is walking on my iPad now, it's like walking towards me, <sighs> go away wench. Um, I I never like think it's weird even though a lot of people might think like like being that obsessed with youtubers is weird because like um i think it can be very healthy sometimes like for example if if you're in a time in your life like for example during the pandemic when a lot of people genuinely could not see friends or anything like that like having like a comfort youtuber or like a podcast or something very beneficial i had lots of people like that through the uh, pandemic and also through the multiple years of growing up when i had literally zero friends And having YouTubers talking in my room so that I didn't um, go sit in the garage with the car on was very good to have. Um, Brianna, I never never think it's, like, really weird. I I, I think it can definitely be taken too far, as I mentioned. But as, like, kind of like a filler for maybe in-person... ...friendships can be good oh my god i know what i was gonna say on the other hand sometimes there's like no never no i'm not gonna talk about that there's too many too many too many i had such a personal story i can't say it i can't say it i can't say it okay anyways um essentially the, wow we really just covered three completely different topics in the span of 30 minutes 25 it'll be 30 minutes <laughs> but I always forget, like how bizarre, like how genuinely bizarre, like influencer culture is. Like we do stuff that is just not reflective of the average human experience. Like, like we have, like we're really talking into our phones or dancing in front of our phones, and that's and that's it. And it's literally like as someone who worked freaking um at Bubba gum for like a year at a greenhouse. And at Cineplex and like – which is like a movie theater chain in Canada and like you make like $10 an hour. Like I know how – like I would – it makes me think like I would be so annoyed if I wasn't an influencer right now like seeing like people literally just make TikToks for a living. I would like actually be so mad. I'd be so bitter Um, like working at my job, seeing that. And also because like that's always something that I wanted to do. That'd be like an extra thing that would make me want to scream from the top of my lungs. So I always notice like when influencers kind of like get really big, um, and they start doing their classic like you know like twenty sixteen YouTuber like flexing like just bought Lou- just bought a Louis Vuitton backpack, just bought Tesla. It's like. <coughs> Like I genuinely don't know what the response they want is from that cuz 99% of people are going to see that and not be like, "Whoa, this is so cool. Congratulations on your Louis Vuitton and your Tesla." Like no. It doesn't like like you might like feel happy for them, but it genuinely doesn't feel good seeing people get things like so easily like that when like for most people like, you have to work for, like, the bare necessity of living, like, you, like, in so many cities to this day, like, you have to, um, like, even working a minimum wage job every single day is not enough to literally live, it's literally not enough to pay rent or get food, like, that's insane, and then you see, like, I don't know, I don't want to name drop anyone, but, like, like, random TikToker being, like, Louis Louis Gucci Gucci Fendi Fendi product like, and I need to be called out, too, because there was a point where, like, I, like, as I, like, gained... As I got, like, more successful on social media, I would, like, think... I was, like, oh, like, I my I may have the money to buy this. Let me just randomly buy it. I, it d- doesn't even matter if I think it looks good. I just want to have Louis Vuitton wallet. And then I would buy it. am like, that's so stupid. Like, who cares? Who cares, who cares that it has a little letter l and letter v on it like like not sh- and listen if you do want to buy like designer stuff like it's not all bad like just make sure you genuinely like it and it's something that y- genuinely you think you would like wear or use a lot and it would make you happy and it's not like not influenced by like something you saw somewhere And that's my two cents on that. D- wow, we really covered so many bases today, y'all. Um, anyways, hope y'all got speaking of which, hope y'all got Teslas and Louis Vuitton for Christmas. Um <laughs> No, random side note before we end. Um, it would be so weird growing up rich. I always think about that. Like I like I think maybe like every Christmas my presents would never like end up being more than like a hundred dollars. So imagine like growing up and you literally get like $5,000 worth of presents. Like that is so insane to me. And like, I also kind of think, not we're going over time. I need to talk about this. I always like kind of see like TikToks of people like living a super rich lifestyle. And all the comments are always like, well, not all the comments, but I saw this one comment that was like very true. It's like, once you... Have everything, life seems pretty dull. And that's like so true. It's like, like getting a luxury item should be like a very exciting thing. But if like every single Christmas, every single birthday, literally, maybe every single week, you're like buying like a designer thing, it's like, that's like, what else do you have to look forward to then? Like, if you're just getting every single thing that you want, like, that's not how human brains are supposed to be working. Like, you're supposed to have to like have some sort of like work or like waiting to get the things you want. And I feel like it, like, is unhealthy to just be able to get every single thing that you want. And that's me psychoanalyzing the freaking Jeff Bezos people for today. Thank you so much for watching this episode. Merry, merry happy holidays. Happy Tyrodathon, everybody. Um, love you all so much. If you want to tweet me your near-death experiences, um, use the hashtag I almost died podcast on Twitter, uh, and at me at the end of the week. um, I'll see y'all next Wednesday. Take care. That is a job.